Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Season 2 of Inside LBUSD, the Laguna Beach Unified School District podcast. Before we get into this week's episode, a couple of upcoming events to let you know about. This coming Monday, September 19th, both Top of the World and El Moro will begin their after-school clubs. And on Thursday, September 22nd, there will be a school board study session in the Thurston Library at 6 p.m. And now, Health Matters with Dr. Michael Keller and Nurse Kelly Schultz. Hello, and welcome to another Health Matters podcast. Today's episode is being recorded on Thursday, September 15th, 2022. My name is Dr. Michael Keller. I'm Nurse Kelly Schultz. The purpose of our podcast is to inform our families, staff members, and students about important health topics in Laguna Beach Unified. And we've been focusing our time and energy on COVID-19, and I think it's a great opportunity to get another COVID-19 update. Nurse Kelly, can you update us on the current numbers? Sure. As of right now, we have seven cases at El Moro, 14 at Top of the World, three at Thurston Middle School, one at Laguna Beach High School, zero at the district office. Thank you so much for that. And what any notable trends in the COVID data? So far, it seems like the cases that are coming in are slowing down. So the numbers that you see on the dashboard right now are over the last 10 days. So as of I can speak for myself, I've gotten a lot less um, COVID reporting coming in this week. So hopefully we're trending down. That's great news. And hopefully that trend continues. And we've been hearing a lot in the news around another communicable disease topic called monkeypox, or we're calling it now being rebranded as mpox or MPX. And can you give us some information about what we should know about mpox, Nurse Kelly? Sure. So mpox is a rare disease caused by an infection with the mpox virus. It is part of the same family of viruses as the virus that causes smallpox. Mpox symptoms are similar to smallpox symptoms, but they are milder. It is rarely fatal. Mpox is not gener- uh, related to chickenpox at all. And um, according to the California Department of Public Health, the current Mpox outbreak is rapidly evolving. They are closely monitoring Mpox transmission in the U.S. and California to ensure rapid identification of cases. Um, And currently, based on California's experience to date, Mpox spreads primarily through direct contact with infectious lesions, scabs, or bodily fluids. Do you know how many cases of Mpox we have in California and Orange County as of today? The CDPH is reporting 4,453 cases statewide, and Orange County is reporting 191 cases. However, our neighboring county of Los Angeles has a current MPOX count of 1,768. All right, thanks for that. And what are some of the signs and symptoms of MPOX? So people with MPOX get a rash, which can be located near the genitals or chest, hands, feet, mouth, or face. Sometimes the rash will initially look like pimples or blisters that are painful or itchy. Some people may experience flu-like symptoms before the rash appears. According to the CDC, if someone has flu-like symptoms, the rash will appear one to four days later. And who is considered an exposed person? An exposed person is someone whose mucous membranes or broken skin has come in contact with lesions or bodily fluids of somebody with MPOX. Activities which could potentially expose a person would be sex of any kind, kissing, sharing cups, utensils, clothing, towels, bedding, or engaging in sports with high level of skin-to-skin contact, such as wrestling or jujitsu. You know, in the event of an exposure to MPOX, what is a person to do? 
So individuals who have been exposed to MPOX should go about their normal routine unless they develop symptoms consistent with MPOX. They should also contact their local health department, which for us is the Orange County Healthcare Agency. And you also should consider reporting your exposure to your primary care physician to talk about getting vaccinated prophylactically. Currently, CDPH shows an inventory of 4,542 vaccines. And that's for Orange County. And Nurse Kelly, what are the general precautions, if any, that individuals can take to reduce the risk of contracting MPOX? You want to avoid skin-to-skin contact with any person who has an active rash or blisters that resemble, resemble MPOX. Really, if you see a rash or blisters at all, I would just avoid that kind of contact. Avoid contact with materials such as cups, utensils, clothing, or bedding. That was in contact with an infected person. And always good old-fashioned hand washing. All right. Those universal precautions are really just great, great uh, general health precautions, especially during uh, the times of COVID as well. So I appreciate that information. Uh, Thank you, Nurse Kelly, for that important update and for being able to answer any parent, staff, or student health questions. Thank you. I do want to share that September is National Suicide Prevention Awareness Month and provides an important annual reminder to be vigilant about learning about the risk factors warning signs, and how individuals can seek support for themselves, a loved one, or a friend. Some common risk factors for suicide include history of trauma or abuse, family history of suicide or previous suicide attempts, alcohol or other substance use disorders, feelings of hopelessness, uh, the stigma associated with seeking help, ready access to lethal means, um, most commonly a, a gun, history of mental health disorders, in particular uh, mood disorders, anxiety disorders, and others. Immediate warning signs that may be related to additional risks of suicide include heightened feelings of hopelessness or being a burden to others, talking, joking, or posting online about life not being worth living, extreme sadness, anger, or irritability, planning or researching ways to die, withdrawal from others, saying or posting goodbye messages online and giving away possessions, erratic or disorganized behaviors, changes in substance use, and trying to seek means of self-harm. Suicide Prevention Awareness Month is also a reminder for our call to action when we or someone we know is exhibiting warning signs for suicide and the importance of taking action. Within our schools, teachers have the most face-to-face contact with students and can help to connect students to school-based mental health providers. Students also can come directly to seek support from our counseling team. And if you know of a friend or someone that's in need, please don't hesitate to reach out to our school counselors, school psychologists, or student support specialists who help to systematically assess risk factors, warning signs, and develop students' healthy coping strategies. We work with the student and family to set up safety systems and whenever there is a moderate or high risk of harm, we involve the Orange County Healthcare Agency's crisis assessment team or directly refer students for assessment at local emergency room providers. As always in a crisis, call 911. But there are additional crisis resources to be aware of, including the updated National Suicide and Crisis Prevention Hotline, which now can be reached across the country at the number 988. Or if you're more comfortable with texting to get support, The National Crisis Text Line can be reached by dialing 741741 and texting the word TALK. Uh, There are many more non-emergency supports available that we'll include in our show notes, including our school counseling uh, supports at, at our schools, 
being referred to local licensed mental health providers, and all these supports work in conjunction with the person experiencing the crisis to help develop healthy coping strategies, safety plans to reduce the risk of harm during a crisis. So again, in September, as well as throughout the year, we wanna be reminded of the importance of taking care of each other, taking care of ourselves, and when appropriate, getting the support we need. I wanna thank you for your time today, Nurse Kelly, and appreciate you sharing that information about MPOX, and I hope you have a great rest of your week. Thank you, you too. Thank you for listening to season two, episode two of Inside LBUSD. If you have any podcast questions or suggestions, please visit lbusd.org slash podcast and let us know your thoughts. As always, please stay safe and healthy, and we hope you have a wonderful weekend.